and welcome to Podcasts Are Wonderful, episode 77. I'm Greggy Hoxteller, and this week my guests and I listen to Question of the Day, episode 108, featuring James... Oh no, I forgot to make notes of this. I'm just going to guess. James L. Tucker and Stephen Dubner, and uh, we're going to talk about that, but first we're going to speak to my guests. Uh, you know this man as the inventor of the telephone... And the father of modern telecommunication, Alexander Graham Bell. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. I invented a lot of things other than the telephone, too. Just want to put that out there. Okay, what are, what, what was your most important invention, do you think? Well, I think, um, you know, hydrofoils. Everyone's heard of that, you know. It's, it's water and foil and, you know, people, that is going to make it big, I think. Telephones are out. That's kind of true, because I would much rather anyone text me than actually give me a call. I don't know what texting means. Oh, that might be a problem. We're going to run into that as we go. Uh, But it's especially going to be a problem when we talk to my other guest, uh, a well-known futurist and inventor of a flatbed scanner among uh, also like the concept of the singularity and things of that nature. Please welcome to the show, Ray Kurzweil. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. So, Ray, you're a futurist. Like, what is the next big thing, do you think? Well, I believe the next big thing is is going to be that we can just take our brains and, and download them inside of machines and inside of, of not just a smartphone, but we could be like a, a, a whole person inside of our pocket. Huh, that's interesting. And could you uh, explain texting to Alexander Graham Bell, please? Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, like, the phone that you invented, so, like, you can, uh, you know, use words to talk to each other on either end? Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with the phone that I invented. Okay, yeah. So, like, imagine, <laughs> like, if you took a telegram and, like, it had, like a, uh, like, a, like, a machine baby with your telephone, and then it's just texting. A telephone and a telegram have a machine baby. Yes. Genius. Yeah. Someone should invent that. Well, I mean, cool. Welcome to the future. It's it's a wonderful place. I love it here. I'll catch up slowly. Fair enough. <laughs> and thank you so much for coming to the future, Alexander. Uh, we probably should have gone back to the past instead. It might have been a little easier for you, but uh, it was more convenient just to bring you forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, time travel's nothing. Yeah, I, I'm not clear on how this whole thing works, but uh, usually people just fall asleep and then end up here, or they just say they never died or something like that. So I'm not really sure how time travel works. Oh, I um put myself into a telephone. I just climbed right in and climbed out, and here I am talking to you now. Somebody put you on hold for uh, 100 years. Mm, exactly. I thought she was talking about my next invention, which was going to be putting a person inside the phone. But uh, clearly this is something else. I was afraid my invention was scooped. No, she's mostly talking about... Oh, not she. He's mostly talking about, uh, like, in Gremlins 2, where there's the, the electricity gremlin, and he gets put on hold. That's what happened to Alexander Graham Bell. Yeah, like in, like in Gremlins 2. <laughs> 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 I mean, actually, that's the first thing that you look at when you get to the future as well. I gotta know how the first one ended. Uh, 
So, Alexander, uh, why the telephone? I mean, obviously, that's not the only thing you invented, but it was uh, your biggest invention uh, now in the future. Like, we haven't quite gotten to the point. I think they use hydrofoils in, like, uh, electric shavers and stuff, but it doesn't have the same... It doesn't have the same cultural resonance as the telephone. You don't say. Hmm. The telephone was the one that took off. Well, I invented the telephone because I really wanted um, someday for Lady Gaga to sing about it with Beyonce. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, but that is a really good reason for the telephone to be invented. I think that is my favorite Lady Gaga song. You know, I... I can barely remember how it goes now, but that was the, my motivation. <laughs> and then, Ray, yours is the scanner, the flatbed scanner. So, uh, tell us about that. Like, what? Where do? What made you think of that? Well, so I do a lot of like you know travel for business and. It was just annoying typing receipt after receipt after receipt after receipt after receipt. And so one night I was at the office and I was just so tired. And I thought, how else could I send a picture of my butt to my boss as kind of a protest for this tedious process that I'm doing? And so then I came out with a flatbed scanner. What did your boss say? <laughs> That's a good question. Well, there were... They'd seen my butt quite a lot. Um, I'm a little bit of an office prankster, so uh, it was mostly an eye roll and said, "Oh no, not again, Ray." And how did he, how did he get this picture? Did you like mail it to them? Because I don't think the internet had been invented at that point. Oh well, you make a fair point. Uh, so I, and I uh, Alexander would know this as well. Are you familiar with wallpaper? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I I wallpapered his office. Oh okay. So he he, he could not miss it. It's surprising you aren't more well-known for these pranks, because that's pretty crazy. You're like the George Clooney of inventors. <laughs> <laughs> Where I work, we have pretty tight NDAs, so, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, that nobody, makes sense. Nobody can talk about anything. Alexander, what's the thing that you miss most about the past here in the future? Well, mm, you know, you... Here in the future, you can talk to anyone at any time, and that that seems very frustrating. Like, most people shouldn't be heard. And um, I regret all of my life's work. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. But your, your life's work has brought people together. You know, I, in this moment, as from what I've seen right now, uh, Gremlins 2, the internet... <laughs> Donald Trump, it seems like maybe people should just stay apart. Donald Trump kind of looks like the male version of the Lady Gremlin from Gremlins 2. <laughs> Wait, I thought he played that role. Uh, let's see. The Singularity. So the Singularity is like a lot of different things to different people. But what would you say is a clear-cut explanation for people of what the Singularity is going to be? Well, I mean, you know, so if, as we've started to understand, like, our, our brains better and our minds better, you know, we're, we're understanding that, that our thoughts and our, our dreams and our hopes and, and even our feelings, all of these are, are just little bits of data that are bouncing around inside your, inside your brain and little bits of, uh, uh electricity is turning things on and off, on and off. And we thought, well, this is, this is just a big fancy, uh, 
uh, computer processor. So what if we just made a big fancy computer processor? And so what we're trying to do is, is uh, to, to take the human brain and to turn it into, into little bits of data and information and, and really just kind of synthesize it so that where your computer begins and where your mind ends, there's, it's just a seamless transition. So, you know, uh, Angry Birds is your brain and your brain is Angry Birds. <laughs> wow. If my brain was in the computer, video games would be so much better. Right? Like, I look at this virtual reality stuff and I'm like, guys, we can do this better. Just put the computer in your head. Or what if we took the brain out and connected that to a computer? Would that be good or is that not as good as uh, downloading your brain? Well, so um, so part of uh, my life's work is is really, again, to, to, to kind of bridge this gap. And so for attractive people, they can keep their brains inside their heads. But for the ugly people, we're just going to take their their brains out and hopefully give them a little bit of a uh, kind of a flip this body kind of thing, you know, just make them look a little bit better. I wasn't on board, but now I'm on board. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the thing that you like, too, Alexander. Uh, Alex knows what I like making the, the human race better and more pleasing. I'm not sure I would put it that way, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the optimist telling of the story. If you put a computer in your brain, um, you could just you could send pictures of your butt into people's brains. <laughs> That's basically the only thing in my brain as is. So you know, I mean, for me, I already experienced the singularity. So, are you still getting money for telephones, Alexander? <laughs> Yes, I get I get a residual on all cell phones sold. I I, I learned what a cell phone is recently, <laughs> and I downloaded Plants vs Zombies. <laughs> oh, that one's good. Like, uh, what what is your favorite guy? I like the uh, the potato. Yes, I like the potato, and I like the one the sun just gives you sun. The sunflower makes a right. lot of sense. And I like the one zombie that has uh, uh, traffic going on his head. <laughs> That's my favorite of those. I also like the ones who roller skate because it's one of my favorite pastimes. <laughs> oh, you also invented the metal detector, Alexander. Uh, was that just so you could find quarters on the beach or did you have another idea for it? Um, it was it was largely so I could find quarters on the beach or um, any any spare change that people had lost because you know more money for telephones. Um, it was also to save a president's life, though I I do consider that not as important. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, because you wanted to find the the bullet in the body of uh, James Garfield. Yes, and that that's President James Garfield, not Garfield the cat. <laughs> well, let's just say that Garfield the cat gets shot. Would you be against your metal detector being used to find the bullet? Yes. <laughs> Fervently that, against. <laughs> that goddamn cat. What's so wrong with Mondays, anyway? Odie is the real hero. <laughs> I don't like him, Odie. I'd mail him off to Timbuktu, probably. You could just take a picture and scan it. <laughs> Ray, who is your favorite car uh, comic strip character? Oh, that's a good question. Um, 
I don't have much time for comics. I'm too busy looking in the future. You know, in the future, they do not have comics. I think you would like uh, that kid from Foxtrot. He's always playing video games and stuff. Oh, that does sound good. That was the one that <laughs> came through my head, but then I thought, I do not like them at all. It seems like with your office humor, you would be a fan of Dilbert. Oh, I just like to leave my work at home, you know what I'm saying? Or work at work and home at home. And if, when I'm reading that on a Sunday morning, oh, my boss has the same haircut, which is the problem. Oh, that would be rough. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you've also, Ray, you've also worked on uh, text-to-speech stuff. Uh, whoa. Hmm. What, 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 how do I make that into a question? <laughs> <laughs> good question. I, I, love, I love good questions. Answers are boring to me, but good questions, those are fascinating. Um, I'm a great interviewer, what can I say? Uh, so, you know, the, the other part of the receipt process is you have to read all of these things. And as I previously explained with the scanning of the butt, uh, I got really bored of reading, and I thought, well, what if I spent maybe two years instead of working on, you know, actually filing my expense report, what if I created a process that could read my, my receipts to me, <laughs> and that I wouldn't have to read them anymore? So I spent the next two years inventing this thing so that then I can put my receipts in my flatbed scanner, and it will tell me how much I need to put into my Excel uh, uh, template. That is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. So what kind of stuff do you buy usually? Uh, <laughs> what's on these receipts? Uh, it's, it's mostly meals and chilies. <laughs> really, it's the same meal every time I go out. So what do you like, the fajitas? So. <laughs> oh, it's the Southwestern egg rolls. Oh. <laughs> They're, uh, they're a soft spot. In the future, they don't have those, so I'm trying to eat as many as I can now. <laughs> and the show is brought to you by Chili Southwest Egg Rolls. Uh, get them while you can, because in the future, they are outlawed. This is true. Michelle Obama becomes it... president in 2040, and oh, it's downhill from there. So let's say you got <laughs> one computer on one end of the of the country and one computer on the other end of the country, they can both talk and they're talking to each other on a telephone. Wouldn't that be like the perfect melding of your uh, two technologies? Yes. And if they're searching for loose change, <laughs> the conspiracy documentary, that was one of my favorite, uh, your favorite films. You mean? Yes. <laughs> You've got mail. No, no loose change. Oh, Steel beams and things. Can't melt. Whatever. I guess there were humans and you've got mail. <laughs> oh, boy. We're having fun. We're having fun, you guys. So, Alexander, both your mother and your wife were deaf. Did you, do you think that helped you uh, go in the direction of telephones? And if so, why? Because, I mean, <laughs> it's not like they're going to ever be able to use them. Um, yeah, it was, it was, you know, it was kind of like a big F you to my wife, you know? Um, I'm going to invent this really great thing, and uh, you're never going to be able to use it, and it's going to be all mine. 
Did, so, did that piss her off? Was she angry about that? Yes, and then she would draw pictures of her butt and leave them on my desk. <laughs> oh, I wish. My wife doesn't have a butt. That was why I invented the scanner. And so, uh, to have a wife with a butt, you don't know how good you have it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Ray, why doesn't your wife have a butt? The... Some of the early prototypes of my flatbed scanner were <laughs> incredibly sharp. Uh, so I should have seen it coming, but I did not, and neither did she. So it cut off her butt. <laughs> That's terrible. Did you make her test the early prototypes? No, it was just sitting around the house, and she saw, what is this? And she saw it was glass and just assumed that she would sit on it and send her butt to someone. It's a family thing. And that's why you have to make inventions that your wife doesn't want to use. Exactly. Well, and that's when I was like, well, you know, she also can't read. And so I kind of made the speech to text as kind of like an apology, though. Your wife can't read? What is going on in your house, Ray? Well, not a lot. (laughs) She just kind of sits around. She She likes comics, but she just looks at them. She has no idea what they're saying. Well, I wanted to talk about comic strips earlier. I should have had her on the show. <laughs> she would have had an opinion. Jesus. She would, she would have just told you which color she likes the best. Uh, what is her favorite color? Uh, red. So she likes Foxtrot because the kid wears the red shirt. <laughs> on Sundays, at least. Snoopy lives in a red house. Does she like that? <laughs> Only on Sundays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, she does like the uh, the Red Baron, though, but that might be her German heritage. Alexander, mm-hmm. are, are, do you have any more inventions in the tank, you think? Uh, do you think you could invent anything new now that you're in the future? Um, you know, I'm working on this plan now. Uh, like, imagine if uh, your, your computer and your brain were together <laughs> and you were... You know, you were one with your computer brain, and you could think things and also be a computer. Doesn't that sound like a great invention? Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yeah, somebody should definitely be doing that. <clears throat> Just an idea that I had. It came to me as I was sitting here rewatching Gremlins 2 and eating <laughs> chili southwestern egg rolls. <laughs> so... So, Mr. Bell, I understand that you might not be the biggest fan of, uh, you know, patent law or honoring people's inventions that maybe submitted (laughs) their patent before you, but, uh, like Eliza Gray, I invented this thing you were talking about before you did. Uh, you know, it remains to be seen who's gonna get the credit for it, you know? What a story. Oh, you won that one, Alexander Graham Bell comes to the future and invents the singularity. <laughs> Sounds way better. That would be a great, yeah, that would be a great story. Uh, I could see could, a movie of that, definitely. I could never see Ray Kurzweil in a movie. Could uh, could we pause right here so that I can forward you guys a non-disclosure agreement so that we can all <laughs> sign this thing real quick before something gets out of hand? Too late for that, buddy. Mm, Should have done that in the first place. Well, you live, you learn. I kind of had this new idea for a butt-chopping scanner. <laughs> well, I, I can send you my early prototypes. I just have to warn you. Uh, do not sit on them. Let's sell this tech to the military. 
Okay, so what do you guys say we stop talking about inventions and start talking about this podcast? Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Was there anything you guys wanted to talk about that we didn't get to? I I just had a recollection that my daughter Amy is actually a writer and a cartoonist, but uh, she's a strange, (laughs) so that's part of why I must explain that I do do deeply, deeply hate cartoons. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So not even one of her characters? Her characters are, in fact, the worst. Um, you also said that you hate reading, and you, you, you've written seven books, so are you, are you just a masochist? <laughs> wow. He's dictated seven books. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. I guess uh, you don't have to read them after you write them. I definitely don't do my own proof. Have you read one of those? The grammar is atrocious. <laughs> I would never read your work and then copy it word for word. That's what you're implying. Uh, Ray, are you... Are you implying that about my guest? What the hell, man? Yes? No? What's the right answer? I'm no, no is the right answer. No, then no. No is the right answer. Uh, no is the answer. <laughs> okay, we gotta talk about this on the break. One second, guys. Hello, friends. So, uh, I have been procrastinating too long, so I'm not going to go crazy trying to, uh, come up with, um, you know, silly reasons why the people that are on the show are not the people that are on the show. But, uh, thank you to my friend Dr. Houston Sheeran, uh, at Houston Sheeran on Twitter for being on the show. And thank you to my friend Darcy, uh, at Darcy Lou on Twitter for being on the show this week. They were both really funny and had great character ideas. And as you can tell by listening to this one, and I really appreciate them being on the show. Uh, You can read and review the show on iTunes. It's on Google Play now. Uh, I don't know. I guess if you really want to get it on Google Play, go ahead and do that. So far as I know, there's no reviews or anything on that. So uh, until that gets implemented, it's up to you. If that's where you want to get it, go for it. Yeah, and so far as I know, next week should be... Uh, on time and everything. I'm sorry that we missed a week. Uh, yeah, I don't want to go into it, but it's been a rough week. Anyway, talk to you next week. Goodbye. I'm saying podcasting, I think, is kind of like hoop rolling. Like it had a, a real heyday, uh, <laughs> and then it went away, and now nobody knows anything about it. So, so you think so we're making a time capsule to, here? You think that's what's, like what about things like cereal or startup or? That little podcast known as Freakonomics. Like, what about those? Okay. Honestly, I'm baffled that people like podcasts. This week, Ray Kurzweil, Alexander Graham Bell, and I listened to Question of the Day, episode 108, featuring James Altucker and Stephen Dubner. And if I'm saying James's name wrong, I apologize. Uh, I forgot to make note of how that's pronounced. Uh, but Question of the Day is a podcast where James and Steven will uh, take a question and, I don't know, talk about it, I guess. They didn't really answer it this week, but they'll at least talk about it. Uh, I've only listened to this episode and the very first episode uh, where they said they were going to take their questions from this thing on the internet called Quora. Uh, on this episode, it was just a, a question that James had thought of. And they talked about it. And the question was, what is the future of podcasting? So before we get into my other questions, uh, what do you think the future is of podcasting is, Ray? Well, I mean, the real future of podcasting, like the actual fact future of podcasting, is 
the podcast application is inside your brain. So everything that you're thinking is being uploaded to iTunes and everybody has their own channel. And so I can go to Greggy, I can go to Alex, I can go to whatever, and then download their thoughts. And it's instantaneous and immediately available to everyone. Okay. What do you think, Alexander? Well, I think that um, I am going to invent something where uh, you can you, you can record a bit of sound, like sound that would go over the telephone, and um, put that in, like, a place where someone could listen to it at any time. And it would be, like, a recording, like, on the radio that they could hear any time. So I think that my invention is the future of podcasting. I think that's just podcasting. I, I don't... I, I don't think you're correct there. I think I'm going to invent something new, like podcasting, but better. Okay. Well, I love podcasts, so uh, if you in, in, inv- uh, if you invent the next big thing, then I'm going to love that as well. A quick question for for uh, Mr. Bell. Uh, are are you familiar with the idea of the present? Hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm just curious. That's it. I, that's that's all I wanted to know. Is just if if you were in fact still stuck in the past and were not aware of the reality you were currently li- living in. Oh no, um, I'm just I like to take other people's ideas and make them better, and I feel like that is what I'm going for here. Um, but as my favorite movie Wayne's World says, "Live in the now." And you, you guys, your presence is my presence. So thank you so much for being here. But. Uh, <laughs> Alexander, have you ever gone hoop rolling? I love hoop rolling. It's one of my favorite activities. Little hoop and stick after dinner, that's what I do. So as a, as a futurist, I'm always looking forward, and I'm so curious. What is the future of hoop rolling? This might be germane to, to our podcast. I think hoop rolling will take over. <laughs> it's going to be the next big thing. Like hydrofoils would have. <laughs> oh my god, imagine if you were hoop rolling a hydrofoil. Please, Greggy, don't take my inventions. <laughs> and then for the stick, you could use a metal detector <laughs> for some reason. It would always be beeping. <laughs> well, it depends on what you made the hydrofoil out of. Oh, fair enough. Wow. I've actually never been hoop rolling. Uh, I don't know if it it is a thing that anyone does anymore, which I guess is what Steven said on the podcast, but I don't don't know how that relates to podcasts or uh, anything else in the world, for that matter. I think it's very popular still in Portland. They have an after-work co-ed adult hoop rolling team in Portland. How do you compete? Like, whoever gets the hoop the farthest? Or, like, style points? What is? What are you going for there? Yeah, you uh, you try and keep it upright, and you can do tricks. <laughs> like, through the hoop, or um, a slam dunk. Oh, that's a good... Okay. Now that you mentioned the big moves, I do actually remember the hoop rolling leagues. <laughs> uh, I really like that one team uh, that's all about the tricks. They're the, kind of the Harlem Globetrotters of hoop rolling. <laughs> and uh, the stuff they do with it is crazy. Like, uh, they go to roll a hoop and then it explodes into a 
a giant bunch of confetti all over the place. But then somehow there's also a hoop that's still going. It's amazing. And there used to be a team in Seattle, too, but they moved to some city in Oklahoma and never heard from again. I imagine that's a joke I don't get. But thank you so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I don't follow sports. <laughs> but I don't see what it had to do with this podcast at all. <laughs> it, is, it is quite possibly the worst analogy anybody has ever attempted to make in the history of mankind, past or present or future. I don't know. Have you ever heard any of my analogies I make when uh, <laughs> trying to get people to rate a podcast higher than an eight? Fair point. Fair point. Uh, Ray, what do you do while you listen to podcasts? Um, well, I mean, I have my scanners, so there's a lot of sitting, a lot of, uh, a lot of picture sending, but, uh, but so, so the, what, what, it, what attracted me to this podcast, uh, in particular and the idea of podcasting is, is it helps me think and, and listen to other people's ideas and, and think about how to take those ideas and turn them into information and then pull the brains out of the, the heads of the people that are saying the words and how can I make that and fit that into my phone as well and not just a recording of their voice. Okay. So, um, while you're on the computer then? Yeah. That's when you listen to podcasts? (laughs) Also on the toilet. Uh, Really, my pants are down a solid 40% of the day in some form or fashion. Be it the toilet, the scanner, you know, passing cars. And Alexander, I don't know if you've listened to any other podcast besides this one. Uh, So, what were you doing while you were listening to this podcast? Um, while I was listening to this podcast, I was playing Plants vs. Zombies that I just discovered on my phone. And um, after hearing this one, you know, I don't know, I don't want to get into it, but I, I may not need to hear anymore. Darcy, what a strange name. I apologize. It's a. Uh, so, so I have a little computer chip, just a prototype of the singularity, pre-singularity, and uh, sometimes it glitches a little bit. So, you know, I apologize for that. But uh, uh, to, to, to paraphrase or, or, or to repurpose a, a popular saying uh, in the present, uh, podcasts get better. Um, so I, I encourage you to, to listen on. Mm, well, I'll have to get recommendations from you. See. Fair enough. Maybe I can find one about hoop rollings exclusively. <laughs> yeah, there's this uh, pair of uh, comedians that um, does a podcast where they watch hoop rolling and they just do play by play, and it's it's pretty funny. I mean, uh, I don't necessarily follow the sport, so it doesn't totally make sense to me. But you know, the way they say things is really funny. At least I'll have to give that one a try. And Alexander, what is your perfect drug? I would have to say a mix of Ritalin and ecstasy. So you're very focused on being happy. Mm. Have you had this before? (laughs) Yeah. Have you done a lot of experimentation with drugs? Mm, I mean, you know, nothing is illegal from where I come from. (laughs) True. They had, like, uh, cocaine, like, was just in everything. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had cocaine for breakfast and then again at lunch. <laughs> hey, living the dream. How about you, uh, 
Mr. Kurzweil. Well, uh, as a as a fan of the singularity and emerging of the minds, have you ever tried a computer virus just mainlined straight into your brain? Oh, the feeling is amazing. I never have. To tell you the truth, I highly recommend. It. What's your favorite computer virus? Uh, Trojan horses are the best because they just kind of open your mind just a little bit and then they just pull all sorts of shit inside of it and it just goes crazy. Uh, and then you have to, you know, uh, turn it off and then wait and then go to Best Buy and then, you know, yeah. And then you're th- then you're all set. But, it, you know, the high usually lasts a good uh, uh, 24 hours and you, and you can just tell the wife, sorry, I went to the wrong website. I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I clicked on a yeah. pop-up link in my imagination, and who knows what happened. Yeah, Mom, we must have gotten the virus. I understood the words Trojan horse from that ramble, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> my favorite my favorite drug would have to be um, the one from Gremlins 2. <laughs> they made the one gremlin into a bat gargoyle gremlin. Mm. Ooh. And then he went and he flew out into the sun and he turned into a real gargoyle, like a stone one. That was great. Yes, how did I forget that one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one has to go to Ray. Uh, Ray, do you like having photos of special events? Uh, yes, but I prefer to be able to store an unlimited amount in my brain that is also the cloud. So yes, I like to have them, but... I don't want them on my walls. I want them in my brain. And I imagine Alexander probably doesn't like them because back in his time, you had to sit still for half an hour to be able to take a picture of anything. Mm-hmm. But I still do like the phrase, take a photo, it'll last longer. Uh, I never allow anyone to take photos of me, so no, my answer is no to this one. <laughs> and Alexander, how many people have you interviewed over the last two years? Quite a few, because, you know, I've, well, been doing lots of experiments and things, and so I I do a lot of experiments with a dog growling, and that's how I, like, invented some of my inventions, and I would be like, growl, dog, and uh, he would growl, and then I would try and record that sound, and then, so that's, that's basically an interview, right? <laughs> so you... You were just trying to find out what would make a dog growl, so that was your interview style. Mm-hmm, yes, my interview style is saying, so, growl, dog. <laughs> I don't, uh, if, I don't if, know if you would make a great journalist. Uh, we, we could mesh up her interviews with my speech-to-text thing and see if uh, the computer couldn't interpret what the dogs are saying. Ooh, that's an interesting idea. I wonder what dogs are saying most of the time. I mean, we kind of know because of that movie, uh, Look Who's Talking Now. So we kind of know what dogs are saying most of the time, but it would be interesting to know the rest of the time. Ray, what percentage of facts you learned in school do you think were wrong? It had to have been near 100%. Um, I I do not believe that facts exist. Oh, you sound just like James Altucker. That was the one part of the podcast I liked, was this notion that, oh, answers. Answers could eventually be wrong, so they're worthless. Let's just focus on the questions. Yeah, like, why even bother learning anything? It's all just going to be wrong anyway. My teachers hated me in school because they would say, uh, Ray, what is two plus two? And I would say, oh, 
Mrs. Butterworth, what a wonderful question. I'm just, I could not be more excited that you asked the question. Uh, but I would never give her the answer. Ever. My teachers hated me in school because of my bad behavior and hygiene. But that's a good reason, too. Alexander? Also, my... <laughs> Sorry. I was just going to say, Alexander, what do you think about that? Uh, do you believe in facts? Oh, I, I definitely believe in facts. Uh, you know, facts are cold, hard truths. But uh, my schooling was largely done by my father, so I think it was all correct. You know, Daddy wouldn't lie to me. I was going to say, what is your favorite fact that your dad mm. taught you? My favorite fact that my father taught me, you know, there's so many, it's like a wealth of facts. Um, I think that would be that uh, the number one rule of hoop ball is to keep your hoop up. Hoop stick is to keep your hoop up. That's a great fact. Yeah, I was wondering, maybe he taught you some crazy stuff, but that definitely checks out. That is the number one rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yes, he also told me, um, you know, take care of yourself first and everyone else second and stick it to your wife with your inventions. Mm. It's not really a fact, but I related to it a lot. <laughs> yeah, some of the most important lessons you learn at school aren't even facts. They're just, you know, how to live your life. Mm, it's true. Um, I didn't get very good grades in school, which might surprise people, but I was... So I'm not even sure, you know, after after my dad taught me if anything was true, besides those two things I just said. I was going to say, I think that Ray would do very well on this particular podcast because he just loves questions and not answering them. So if they're ever looking for a replacement host, I think that the, you might be a good candidate. <laughs> Well, good good news and bad news. The good news is that I would love mm. to do it. Uh, the bad news is uh, I am, in fact, dead and just uh, artificial intelligence living inside of a computer. So maybe I'll just show up on their podcast every now and then. Well, maybe that is the future of podcasting. Oh, don't say so. We don't want to answer anything here. <laughs> No, I, I think they would have come down very strongly on the future of podcasting is ghost podcasts. Uh, what could be more interesting than having dead people tell you what is, in fact, on the other side, which is just more computers? And I, now, I, now I feel bad because I did make a big deal about how Alexander Graham Bell um, was supposedly died a long time ago. And how is he here on the podcast? Um when I did know that you were dead and I didn't try to explain to people how you got here. So I apologize, right? Uh, uh, no apology necessary. It's the singularity. I, in fact, my, my body has died. But also, I wasn't that much of a looker. But now, I live on in my much, much more attractive uh, computer body. Do you have a robot body? Yes. Uh, yes, I do. It, is it just a standard human? Like, what does it look like? Uh, so my favorite actor right before my death was, uh, he was, he was very popular. He was in like Indiana Jones and all these other movies. And, and so I thought that's the person I really want to look like. And so, uh, I do. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Uh, no, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Yes. It's in fact, I look exactly like uh, Shia LaBeouf. Okay. He's my favorite actor uh, too. Oh. <laughs> oh, you have excellent taste. 
you guys both love Even Stevens. You're both wearing Even Stevens t-shirts. <laughs> well, it's, it's the single greatest show that's ever been on television. I don't see why why anyone would not. <laughs> I'm really hoping for a reboot with on Netflix. <laughs> And let me just say, if Shia would have had uh, one of Alexander Graham Bell's metal detectors uh, in holes, that would have saved him a lot of time. Hmm. Dig it out, oh, oh, dig it. Dig it out, oh, oh. That's the theme song from Holes. Oh, okay. I apologize. I haven't seen much of Shia's earlier work. Uh, mostly just that and the sexy one. Mm. <laughs> the, the Even Stevens movie? <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> oh, that one got my batteries going. <laughs> Mr. Bell, do you have a standard first question you ask people? Apart from the growling. <laughs> Oh, true. You just say, growl for me, dog. <laughs> yes, that's what, how I greet people in interviews and on the street. <laughs> um, normally, if if I feel like I need to go past that step, I'll say, uh, what's my favorite, your favorite invention of mine? And see what they say. And if they say the telephone, you're like, eh, this is not a real fan. This is some jackass. Oh, I punch them in the face. <laughs> It's a little harsh, but I understand. Mm. That's what they get. Be more familiar <laughs> with my work and then violence. You already said you don't really like facts, uh, Ray. Are there any facts that you think are definitely 100% true? I mean, besides the fact ah. that you definitely are 100% dead. And well, okay. So remember, that was a mistake. So, so remember how I said that I don't like answers? Because right. they can be immediately falsifiable. Well, because I'm kind of like already becoming one with a singularity, I might not be like completely dead or completely alive. My brain is a little bit screwed up because I don't actually sometimes know if I'm Ray Kurzweil or like Shia LaBeouf or like a robot that's just kind of confused. Um, so, but, uh, you know, my, m but my favorite fact has to be uh how many licks does it take to get to a tootsie roll center of a tootsie bar oh how many oh uh well it's uh it's 18 well That's six times more than i would have thought yeah well my tongue uh is is very bad at licking shia labeouf's <laughs> tongue <laughs> well okay so here's a here's a little spoiler about my robot the outside is shia labeouf but the inside is uh, remodeled after my childhood self. And so it's, it's Shia LaBeouf with a tongue of an eight-year-old. Just very, very small in an adult human head. Why would you do that? <laughs> well, I read something right before I died about we all have an inner child inside of us. And I thought, oh, this will be fun. And it turns out it's horribly problematic. Huh. <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> You should build yeah. yourself a new tongue. <laughs> Tongues are more expensive. It's the most expensive part of uh, Android robots, believe it or not. But I, I am working on a replacement that's a little bit more like a giraffe so that I can grab things. Oh. 
Okay. Okay, well, that brings me to the end of my questions about this podcast. Great, so let's get to ratings. On Podcasts Are Wonderful, we rate podcasts on a 1 to 10 scale, where 1 is the worst and 10 is the best. However, rating a podcast lower than an 8 is like saying, the only invention of yours I care about is your telephone. I don't give a shit about hydrofoils, uh, metal detectors. Uh, let me look at this list on Wikipedia. <laughs> Thank you. What's Wikipedia? <laughs> um, optical telecommunications, mm. aeronautics. I don't care about any of this stuff. The only thing I care about is the telephone or uh, text-to-speech. I don't care about uh, the flatbed scanner. I don't care about the singularity. Um, <clears throat> I only like the most popular thing. So what would you give... Question of the Day, episode 108, featuring James L. Tucker and Stephen Dubner, Ray Kurzweil. Well, I've thought about this long and hard, and uh, it would have to be a solid eight. <sighs> Can't blame you. Uh, what would you say, Alexander Graham Bell? Um, well, I thought it was a very efficient podcast, you know, which is to the point. Um, they did mention my favorite sport. So I liked that, and um, I think I would also, I think I would go with an eight. Yeah, uh, I think it would be good if they devote a little more time to actually answering the question they ask. I don't know, it just seems like there's not a lot there to this podcast. It's a daily show, they talk for 15 minutes, Uh, a good portion of that is uh, the ad and then talking about where you can find them online and stuff like that. Uh, so, I, I think I'm also going to give this podcast an eight. Eight's all around. Um, eight's all around. It gets, uh, if this were Doughboys, they'd be a member of the hand-holding club. Hmm. Is that good? But it's not. Well, it just means they all get the same, everybody gave it the same score. Oh, okay. Well, that's been the podcast. Thank you so much. It's so great to have, uh, big thinkers, big inventors on the show, because... That's not something that I necessarily know how to do. So thank you so much for being here, Alexander Graham Bell. Thank you for having me. I hope I wake up in the past. (laughs) Well, you will. I'm going to put you on hold as soon as this is over. And uh, then I'll I'll hit return on the... the, I have a phone that has a button that says return, so I'm going to hit that. That'll send you back to the past. (laughs) Hey, it's the future, baby. Uh, <laughs> that's by the way that that's just me quoting my favorite line from Gremlins too. Hey, it's a future baby. Uh, <laughs> Ray Kurzweil, thank you so much for being here. I'm sorry you're dead, and that's a real fact. And uh, but your hey, your robot butte but, your robot body is banging, bro. You look great. Thanks, man. I don't I don't skip a leg day. <laughs> and thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we will talk to you next time. Bye bye.